And here we are again. Do you we're really, back. I can't believe how quickly time what flies. What episode are we up to? I think we're up to five. Wow. Just for those people who are watching it on YouTube, yes. which it was out there on YouTube last yeah, time. Yeah, absolutely it was. Got a few views, which I know. is a few I more than I thought it would. I still, I had a look though. I mm. still think we need to put a little bit of makeup on. So you just think? to cover the no. bad complexion. I had positive feedback on that. Did you? Yeah. That'd be right. Yeah. It was all from your family, I think. Yeah, probably. <laughs> It's good to be back though. Too. It is good to be back. Winter's still here, it's still cold, but the market's oh, ticking along well. It's been very cold today. Mm. You know, I've just yeah. come back from Melbourne. Mm. Don't do it in this sort of weather, that's all I can say. Not much fun. Not much no. fun. We're well, pretty we, lucky though, we're sitting in the office a fair portion of the time. It's so pretty good, isn't it? We can almost complain about. We can make the trips at the right time mm. just to make sure we don't yeah. get too cold. Absolutely. Well, Let's dive in, because another question. Oh, we, we just sort of seem to scrape through with just enough each week. Yeah, we don't get a lot, we get enough. <laughs> and I only got it uh, late this afternoon, so it just, <laughs> just made the cut. That, that's fantastic. So, so thank you to Cheryl, who sent this question thank in. Thank you very much, Cheryl. Um, I, don't, I assume she's in Ballarat. Uh, and it says, I, it was a text, so I just typed it out here, so I didn't have to have my phone out. I'm interested in a new development near where I live. A property is being subdivided and units being built. How would I go about trying to purchase a unit before it's on the market? So, fair question. So, she's obviously question. living somewhere, seeing some things being cut up, they're going to build some units, or they're being built, and she wants to know how she can purchase that. Fantastic. It's a, great, mm. it's a great question. Yeah. So, there's a few different ways, isn't there, Tim, really? Well, I think maybe to go back a step before we go forward is maybe really briefly run through the sort of subdivision process yeah, okay. in about 30 seconds so we get access all the time so basically mark you've got a parcel of land you might have half an acre in town yep. you know you want to build some units out the back so first things you need to do is check the zoning and speak to council about what you can and can't do that's right maybe a lot of people will employ a consultant who know all those rules there's plenty of town planners in ballarat who will consult on your behalf yeah, there's specialist things that they know yeah. to look for, for instance, drainage, because sometimes it's very yeah. hard if the drain is yeah. in the wrong place. And just what the rules are, because right. different zonings, even within the same council, can have different different causes yeah, even, that you need to Even make. as close as um, Bunningyong to here, there's different levels yeah. on how many things yeah. you put on one it, block, isn't there, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So um, that's really important to engage someone. But basically engage someone and you go, okay, you can build three units out the back, yeah. let's say. Then you will submit an application to council and say, here's my block of land, I want to build three units out the back, and they'll go, you'll wait a while. <laughs> it usually yeah. takes a while. Wait, wait a while. It takes and a while to get into planning. They'll come back and they'll go, here's all the, you know, 10 to 20 things that you need to do. And that'll come right down to things like how much land is going to be around the, yeah. Around the place. Yeah, because absolutely. Sometimes Open many, space. How many cars parks yeah. are required? What all services sort of you need to connect? Obviously, yeah. you know, in the country compared to in town, it's different. Totally you know, different. Crossovers, lots of, all these sorts of things. So, and then basically you work through all those things and you go, okay, I've done all these things. You go, there you go, council. I hand a bit of paper in. That's for right. Yeah, yeah. Well there, <laughs> there you go, council. See, that's the difference of YouTube. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> There's all the things I've done. The council go, yep, okay, tick that off. We're happy with everything that we, you've done. They'll often send out a few engineers and things. And then you will submit those plans to the titles office. That's right. And then you'll wait. It's not, they're not too bad, actually. A few weeks. Getting better than it used to be. And you'll get titles yep. back and then you're done. That's right, and, and you know they will that that will bring it on the radar, and they'll check along the way to make sure that everything's yeah. been adhered to, 
Um, yeah. And probably further down the track, if we got too far, hmm. even before a certificate of occupancy is given, all of those yes. type of things. But probably don't need that for this. No, and that's question. very basic. And it's essentially it changes a bit, but it's essentially the same process for you know cut the block off the back, so two lot subdivision, and yep. suppose up to you know like a hundred. It's, it's a bit it's more really complicated the bigger rules. it gets, but. It's actually an interesting thing sometimes just to go into a planning department of, of, of a council mm. or a shire and just get a brief on yeah. what it takes in your area yeah. because it does change and there's different yeah. overlays that you've yeah. got to adhere to as well. Um, indigenous overlays, one mm. that people don't know terribly much about but yeah. is very current now yeah. and that's about how far you dig down. So there's all sorts of things. All sorts of things. I did a subdivision at Ross Creek and it had, you know, you've got your bushfire management overlay yep. stuff, it had a lot of bush, salinity management overlay, so there's all these things that you need to be aware of and that's where you most people won't employ an expert to Absolutely, do that. Absolutely, because it's, it's, it's a lot of work, isn't it, to get down to Well, the you need to know that all the individual planning schemes and all those sorts that's of things. Right. But to, that's the process. So to answer this person's question. But this question is really about, mm, they've obviously they seen something happening it's already. Happening. So yep. they're, then they're thinking, wow, mm. that's, I was thinking of downsizing mm. or something like yeah. that. And I'd like to have a Yeah, an investment or whatever. So yeah. what I would suggest to them is I would go and often on the site they'll have who the developer is and sometimes you can get some contact details or you know yell at one of the builders there and or again they could go back to the council because that would have had yep. to be in that original yeah. document on yeah the you can find a lot of the um, plans and things on the council website yes. it takes a bit of digging but they're all on there so I would speak to them first and then if you're not comfortable with that or if you have no luck or you, or you can't work it out then if you came to a real estate agent, so came to us or, or anyone else in Ballarat, yep. they, most of them will be able to contact, find out, contact the developer on your behalf. And, and that's pretty maybe much because deal. agency used to doing the digging, aren't they? Yeah. They're used to finding out things and they know, yeah, they know where shortcuts look. of where to go and look. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or they'll often know the developer and who's doing it. So, and then I would say most developers would be interested in that because it gives them a known sale as soon as they're finished, so it gives them some cash flow and all that sort of thing. And, and with the change of borrowing, sometimes there is a stipulation on yep. how many they've got to sell before they yeah. can actually start the construction yeah. in full. Yep. They can get to a certain stage, but yep. to go forward, they've got to have sales. So they'd yep. be pretty happy to see you, I think. Well, and the other thing, the other advantage too is depending on what stage this is at, yes. if you contact the developer or the builder early enough, sometimes you may even be able to make a few little tweaks to your unit or house or whatever you're buying that you might go, Before well, it gets past can I stage. change the paint colour or can I make, yeah. and they might go, yeah, well, let's let's change that and, right. and do it in. individualise a bit, yeah. which is a pretty good thing to do. So I would say to that person, yeah, go see what they can find out themselves, and then if they can't, contact real estate agent or we'd be more than happy to help them and, and see what we can do. And, so. and if they engage earlier, there is actually can be some savings as yeah, well, as can't well. there? Yeah. Because it, it may be that there's a special offer because they're early. It yeah, can all change sorts of stamp things. duty. Yeah. There's quite a few things that can actually come yeah. to pass with that. So thanks Cheryl for that question and hopefully that answer. Well, we hopefully we get some more because yeah. <laughs> we're sure. I know we certainly need some uh, we certainly need some <laughs> but that questions. is an interesting thing hmm. it's, a, it's something that probably I reckon a fair few people might have thought about as they've driven yeah because I often see it and I go I wonder what the building yeah. or you know that would suit me we, or mum we or see them and we think I wonder who's going to yeah who's going to sell them yeah we sort of do things similar <laughs> too don't we <laughs> so yeah we're in there as well um Mark I thought the other thing we might talk about 
uh, Sven, we've been talking about in the office a little bit on a couple of deals about the difference between a general and an exclusive sales and rental authority. It's a really interesting question mm. and it's probably, a lot of people may only understand about the exclusive one these days, but mm. I can remember going back a bit. Mm. I'm was, sure you can. It was, yeah. Yeah, thanks, Come to work thanks, on a horse. I really should yeah. have said that too. Yeah. I remember there was a lot of general authorities about yeah. and, and it, it, people were less inclined to go with the exclusive authority. Yeah. So I suppose, yeah, what we're talking about is when you list your house for sale or when you put your house up for rent with a real estate Correct. agent, yep. you'll be yep. asked to sign an authority. Now, I would say 95 to 99% of authorities in Ballarat would be an exclusive sales or yeah, leasing authority. That would be true because it, the, the reality of an exclusive authority yep. the, the, for the agency, mm. it means that they can actually spend some money on the behalf of the people, yep. thinking that, that, that at the end, if they do a good job, they're going to get um, yep. a, some money back, so they're recompensed. Yep. Mm. If it's on a general authority, then that can be all bets are off a little bit. Yeah, it's a little bit tricky. So essentially, you've got an exclusive authority, and they'll normally be, say, 60 or 90 days, That's so right. let's say 60 days for tonight. And, and sometimes basically, they can have a continuance of the opposite afterwards. Yes. Mm. So let's say, Mark, if you're the clients and you're selling yes. a house. So if you sign an exclusive sales authority with me, basically what it means for those 60 days, no one else outside of Harcourt's Ballarat, someone right. does, um, can work on that property, can sell it and can get paid to do so. So basically why it's good for an agent, I suppose the benefits, well benefits to us is as an agent, we've got full control, Correct. but mostly yeah. the benefits for a um, an owner as to why that benefits them is it means the agent's going to be giving their full commitment to their property. Focus is really important. Mm. So they're going to be trying, yep. they know that there's realistically a ticking clock yep. and you've got 60 days and they want to get that result within that yep. period of time mm. so they get paid. Because yep. we've said it before, real estate agents work for nothing yep. until mm. there's a result. Yeah, absolutely. So. The flip side, I suppose, is a general authority is you could sign a general authority with me and you could walk up Sturt Street and sign a general authority with three other officers in Ballarat. Absolutely. And we, can, we would all then work on that together. And it's sort of a bit like, to make a really simple analogy, mm. first in best dressed because there is only sort of. one, con one yep. commission in general case yep. and the, the person or the agency that sold that Sells would it. be the one that actually yeah. levies that commission to yeah. the, to the uh, vendor. So it can sound quite attractive to an owner. You go, well, this is great. I've got four agencies working on my property. But the downside is that, well, there's a few things, is that um, <laughs> often you'll end up paying through for lots of marketing. Yeah, because right. I want to upload to the internet as will all the other agencies and, and, and that needs costly. to be paid for. Yeah. That's right. So you often end up with a much bigger marketing bill. Yes. And then the other risk is that because it's for agents, I go, well, I'd better off to work on my listings that are exclusive that I know I'm definitely going to get paid with. I don't want to do all this work on 
this general authority yeah, and then all of a sudden one of the other agents gets a buyer and I've done all this work for nothing, which makes us sound terrible, but that's but just sort of the it's reality. It's probably human nature though. The it human is. nature is that yeah. you're going to give all of your attention yep. to those people who have decided that you're worthy of all yeah, of their correct. attention. I normally say to clients, if you commit to me, I'll commit my full Absolutely. attention to and, you. And we do, and we don't count yeah. how many inspections or how many hours. No, you just none work on it to get the best result. It's just a result, isn't it, at the end yeah. of the day? So the other thing I did, I've only ever done one general authority, and it was with, he's no longer in the industry, but with a really good real estate agent in Ballarat yep. at the time. And I vowed after that that I'll never do one <laughs> ever again. And I'll, I'll tell you why, Mark, because what happened was we had this, had a buyer, right? Yes. And I can't remember the figures, so I'll just make these figures up. But say the house was on the market for 550. Um, it was probably worth about 530 to 540. Mm. So this buyer rang and said, Tim, I want to offer 510. And I'm like, oh, well, that's, you know, that's too low. It's yeah. worth more than that. So then what they did was they went to the other agent and said, okay, well, I'm going to offer you 510. And I've offered it to both. So whoever, convinces the vendor to take it is going to get paid. So he he knew how it works he, in the back end. So all of a sudden guy. you end up with two agents basically trying to get the vendor to reduce the price to sell it rather than two agents and trying to negotiate the, the buyer up. Danger because yeah. if there's that time where you go, if I don't get this offer through, yep. the other person's going to get it through yep. and I'm not going to get paid. Yes. So then your impetus is the wrong way around. Yes. Where if you've got control of it, mm. you will say, well, you know, we, we're going to have to do better than that. Yeah. And you've got the time to bring them up, time to yeah. negotiate. And, and realistically, negotiations, the fun part of the industry, well, realistically, yeah, is somewhat. So yeah. what we did in the end, it was, as I said, it was like he was a really good real estate agent and we got along really well. So we caught up and we said, well, hey, we're not going to let this guy play this game. So we just made an agreement and said, we'll just give each other can have half and let's just negotiate it up and, and get the best price, so, which, which is what happened in Which the is really interesting because yeah. you've touched on another type of um, mm. way of selling, which is conjunctional. Yes. And conjunctional is, is precisely that. But yeah. that can also be, interestingly enough, restricted or not restricted. Yes. Because it may be, and you will see occasionally yeah, a little bit two of that. names yep. on the one board, mm. two different agencies on the one board. Mm. There would have been an agreement that that sale would be conjunctional. Yeah. Which means that you do actually have the two agencies working for yeah. you. And they do split the costs and split. Yeah, the, and it's not always direct. So if, mm. I, if you're agent A and I'm agent B, it might be, okay, well, Mark, Let's work on it together. But whoever actually sells it can have 70% of the commission and I'll have 30 yeah, or exactly. often it's 50-50. And, and, and interestingly enough, often those particular sales are because there's a specialist thing that they're selling. Yeah. And it may be a national group with a yeah. local group or something yeah. such as that to yeah. create it. But it's not very often. Yeah. So look, we, our office every now and then does do general. I, as I said, I've our to never do one yep. again. I never have and actually walked away from a property the other day. They wanted the general and I just said, it's not in the best interest of your home. And you, in my mind, I think it's almost impossible to get the absolute very best price. I, I think it is, yeah. Because buyers will just play agents off against each other. It's just what happens and, and agents don't give that full commitment. So I just walked away and said, best of luck, happy to help you down the track, but, you know, if it doesn't work out. but. I, I just don't do that. Sometimes I suppose that an exclusive agency becomes a general agency 
where they're actually fairly happy with you and there's a period of time after that exclusive yes. period which is general but in real terms they're not going anywhere else they yeah. understand that you've worked hard yeah. and it becomes a general but it still acts like an exclusive yeah, exactly. without trying to confuse anybody yeah it could get quite confusing you know it's it's interesting tim because i actually came across this just recently but mm. in a leasing scenario yeah i was going to say it, so um and we predominantly everything that we send out has exclusive it's yes. an exclusive um, rental agreement um, or actually an authority to actually find tenants and the reason for that is exactly the same because you're going through a whole process of getting inspections you're having people you've got to take time to actually look at those applicants mm -hmm. and make sure that they're right for the property that one they have the income two they have all of those things but I had was dealing with a gentleman who has got a lot of um, investment properties. Yep. And interestingly enough, they're all over the place. Okay. He's decided that his best strategy is he'll have one in Cairns, one in WA, okay. one in Melbourne, yep. one in Ballarat. Yep. That's and okay. he was saying to me when I sent off the authority, which you can now do by electronic means, which so we'd sent it by DocuSign in this case, that he came back and said, I'm very confused, Mark. And, and I, I thought, well, hang on, I, I thought this was pretty much all sorted out but yeah. still you never know and you always say ask questions don't just sign yes. anything and it was and he goes he'd never which i found really interesting he'd never signed an exclusive oh, really leasing authority he'd only signed generals now i don't know that i've i can't recall the last time i've seen a general leasing, leasing authority, authority around here but clearly mm. I, and maybe it's because he is everywhere maybe there's particular areas where yeah. it, maybe it's a slow moving place they have a number of agents looking yeah. at it but that virtually never happens here but the principle is still the same yeah so you still have the ability to sign yeah. an exclusive leasing agent hmm. agency um, authority and a general but i would say countenance that it's exactly the same thing that if you want the agent to really work on your behalf take yeah. enough time to actually get the right applicant to yeah. make sure that you've got a best chance of having a long-term tenant mm. that will be there for years and yeah. look after the place, make it feel like theirs. Yeah. You need to invest the trust and the time mm. to whichever particular agent you use. Yeah, I think it could almost be more important because it could be very easy for a, a you know, agency to go, well, this tenant isn't the best, but if we put them in, we, we, <laughs> we get the thing. So let's, yeah. Well, Ballarat at the moment is at 0.9% vacancy rate yep. so what that means is less than one home out of a hundred mm. is available to rent and i think they work on under three is a pretty tight market yeah, under three percent is a sort 3 of percent people yep. generally call balanced which yep. means it's probably fair to the landlord and fair to yep. the applicant um so when you're thinking we're only one mm. so if you had a general authority here in this market yeah. It would be very easy to be lazy and just sign somebody up. Yeah. So the ability to have that person working on it exclusively, when I say person, it is the agency. Yeah. So there's usually, well, in our agency, we have a number of sales agents, yeah. a number of rental managers. So there's yeah. not just one working no, on it. Yeah, it's a team. But what it does mean is that those checks and balances, which I think are most important, mm. can actually take place. Yeah. Because they don't always happen really quickly. Yeah. And you could make a horrible mistake. You need to be, whoever you choose, I would strongly suggest that you do do exclusive. In some circumstances, maybe a general, very, very limited. 
I won't do it, I've said that, but, yeah, yeah, but in some circumstances they do work. I think in on a sales side, I will say though, sometimes we do see generals when it might be say like a builder who builds a lot of units and they yeah. might, I know one in particular who's a licensed estate agent. So he goes, well, if you can sell it, you can have it, but if I can sell it myself, then oh, I, I'm and, take and I think that makes sense. That's and, sort of okay. And, and that's probably, that, that happens a little bit in the yeah. respect of that they will say that you are, that you will be able to sell anything that he hasn't yeah. sold in that case. Yes. Yeah, it yeah. makes perfect sense. So that makes sense. But yeah, find the best agent, put your trust in them, and I'm sure they'll do a good job. Talk to talk to the people that you want to use. Yeah. Make sure that there's somebody that you can yeah. talk to, that when something comes up, that you're confident that you'll get, a, get the right answer yeah. being the truthful answer. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, I think it was a bit shorter tonight, Mark, but we've probably confused people enough. So. Oh, I reckon, I, I think I confused people more than you did. <laughs> yeah, well, that should, <laughs> maybe. So all that should get plenty of questions next week. Well, hopefully it does. And if we have confused you, by all means, we would love to mm. hear about it because we, we, we certainly can yes. clarify in case we've come across yes. wrong at any point in time. Well, we did ask last week about where people are listening to. That's and right. yep. I did get uh, contact from someone, it was a couple of weeks ago, but Tractor Tom, he was listening in his tractor out <laughs> on the farm. So we've got Plain Abu Dhabi, we've got Tractor Tom, we've got the Underground Miners, Jeff, big shout out to Jeff again. Jeff, so, yeah, Jeff, Jeff. He's our number one ticket he, holder. That's right. Well, we, someone's <laughs> going to have to write in a fair bit to be beating Jeff. I yes, think absolutely. Stuff. He's our number one man. So but, uh, It is interesting, isn't it? I found out where some, people. Um, people from. that I hadn't talked to for ages yeah. for listening to it listening in the car going imagine. out of Melbourne. Yeah. So yeah. that's pretty good. Hopefully they didn't fall asleep. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully they yeah. didn't. All right, well, Mark, I think that wraps us up for this week and well, we'll see everyone again in a couple of weeks' time. Absolutely look forward to it. Um, thanks for your time, everybody, and sending those questions. Thanks so much. See ya. See ya. Bye, Tim. Bye.